and welcome to the Declassified Cheat Codes podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Josiah from Caterpie on Mom Plays. And I'm your other host, Hillhouse from Good Games, Good Vibes, now known as Big Love Club. It's going to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> How long are we going to do the for- formerly known as? Oh, uh, I don't Prince know. I'll probably just thing. say Big Love Club <laughs> next time. <laughs> And um, we are about to bring you another brand spanking new episode of the newest news in gaming. Um, However, uh, prepare for disappointment because this is one of the slowest news in gaming that we have had since (laughs) we started this show. Very Um, slow. I saw multiple news outlets repeating information daily. So apologies for very slow news. Um, there are some quick things like, um, I'll just mention them right now. There's things like, I believe they are finally biting the bullet in Japan and they're going to open Nintendo World with, like uh, I guess, masks and stuff. I think they were hoping to open Nintendo World with the ability to have this grand, like explosive amount of people there. But the problem is, it's just... Either they're going to wait another whole two years or something, or they're going to have to just open with limited yeah. uh, capabilities. And so they're they're going to bite the bullet on that. I believe next month they are just going to open. It's not going to be as extravagant as they had hoped because the original idea was for it to open with um, the Olympics in Japan, which also was delayed and is hopefully going to happen later this year, but I seriously doubt it. Um, they might have... You know, I wonder if they'll actually try to do the Olympics without a crowd. You know, I could see know? them doing that because they've already talked about uh um they were talking about uh PBR earlier uh on mm-hmm. my way into work. I was listening to the radio and they were talking about the uh the Nacogdoches rodeo. Um it, which is a yeah. staple around here. <laughs> um and it really is. Uh it's every year you can count on it, you know, like you know the freaking seasons it it happens and a lot of people go to this thing and you know there's a lot of fresh uh uh fresh animals that are being um you know that are bucking people off and whatnot so it's a kind of a cool <laughs> thing but uh yeah. they're talking about the guy who announces it was actually saying that he may not be announcing to a crowd that they've done a couple of yeah. other open air ones in other states where uh, restrictions weren't so tight and uh, you know it was uh, you know people still came in masks but as far as you know it was open air blah 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 but uh, yeah it'd be really interesting to see because I could see them doing the Olympics without a crowd because I mean they have see, to in my eyes they have to figure out something because these people have been training since they were children 99% right. of these people have been training since they could freaking walk and you know yeah. they they deserve the chance to right. live their dream you know we got to figure out some way to make it happen whether they get everybody right. inoculated you know or vaccinated whatever you want to call it and then uh send them over there <laughs> that's fine yeah. but yeah um, emancipatedly <laughs> vaccinated and i think it would be good because then you know and no crowd just send them over there let them do their right. thing no crowd Yeah, we need the Olympics. And I think it would be good for the world to see this on TV also. I think it would just be all the way around. It would be a good, a good, a good PR move for the entire fucking world, you know, so we could all sit back and see, you know, us all coming together in a pandemic to celebrate our athletes. 
and right. I'm so stepping off you, my soapbox. No, you're good. If if they did do the Olympics without a crowd and just had trainers and uh, athletes, the crowd the, that amount of people together would be smaller than a lot of places right now. Oh God, yeah. So it wouldn't be really that bad. But um, the other thing to think about is they've already skipped a year and it happens every four years, yeah. which means that it's already affected a bunch of stuff. Um, if they did have it this year, the next Olympus would only be within three years, meaning every single person that competes has less time to prepare for the next Olympics. Yeah. But they had, ironically, more time for the current one. And then a year of time for an athlete that is probably in the best shape of their life at like, you know, 20 or gymnasts at 14 oh, or 15. Yeah, dude, totally. Adding a year destroys their capabilities of setting any type of, you know, Olympic record or something. Well, these guys have, so, they have tournaments that they go to. <laughs> I mean, there's other world events that these guys go to throughout the year, but there hasn't been right. because of the pandemic. However, you know, mm-hmm. we they could use that excuse. You could say, well, they've got, you know, all these other events that they go do. So it's not like they're not going to get stale or anything like that. That's actually right. bullshit. And if you think about it too, let them have their Olympics now because four years to an Olympic athlete is a lifetime. A shit ton right. can happen. And you could be <laughs> you could go from being the the best uh gymnast with a dance floor routine in the world that anybody has ever seen to being right. absolute nothing in four years. Not being Something able that to you would never see in a record book. Exactly. At all. Yeah. Exactly. And it, <laughs> I mean it, it would just be absolutely devastating to a lot of these people. So there's gotta be some way to make it happen, man. My good vibes are going yeah. towards the Olympic athletes all around the world because I want them to be able to participate and do their thing, you know, and, uh, you know, quite so, selfishly, I need something new to see on TV. Yeah, and I think it could I think it could ultimately sell very well without a crowd. You would yes. just ask for more sponsors and stuff like you would ask for the sponsors or, on television. You're talking about Japan, streaming. Right. right. Dude, you would just how many billions of people are in like, Japan? More. You could let them right, go to the fucking thing. Let them all wear masks and let them go. You know what I'm saying? They would just cheer just because they like seeing somebody win. I honestly think right, that they're see. that um, sophisticated as a pe- as a people. When I was there, I mean, they just they love sporting events. They love that whole thing. So I think that it would be it would be cheers and shouts all the way around no matter who was doing what of course you know if a japanese athlete won you know they'd probably go batshit crazy which who could blame them but yeah i think that that's a great idea man. just put them all in masks and say hey you know you guys can come to the thing (laughs) and come cheer our athletes on you know around the world right but under the scenario that they would not have under the scenario where the choice was to either not have a crowd or not have the olympics at all um then the issue is, like, let's say they just live streamed it without a crowd. Yeah. Then the issue would be that um, the other main side of the Olympics is the country and the city's intake of, like, their economy that it that they have to, you know, take into place. But the, you know, economy is a joke the last year and a half. Um, but I almost want to say let them live stream it with no crowd and then give Japan the next Olympics, like the yeah. one that happens in 2024, and then just push all the other countries back another four years, you know, just shift it. Because I feel like even if they did a live stream event, 
it would still not be like Japan's turn. I feel like they would feel cheated of having the Olympics there, you know, if they were not allowed a crowd. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it wouldn't actually boost the economy for how much they paid to host the Olympics because, you know, that comes into account too. So if it's about the athletes and about the stat books and about keeping the tradition alive, they should just do a live stream event in safe, a safe capacity and then just say, yo, Japan, y'all can have it in 2024 when everything's passed over and we could just pretend like <laughs> this is the your last one. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that makes the most sense as far as everyone getting their shot. Because as, as we both say, agree, they already are a year in an athlete's <laughs> book yeah. is just a, a forever. So, yeah. yeah um, anyway, really it didn't mean it to really talk is. about the Olympics for 15 minutes. But um, it's a game. Welcome to the show. It's a game. You know, yeah, we talk about game. It's a physical game. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, welcome to Declassified Cheat Codes. We talk about video games. And um, if this is your first time listening, uh, thank you for listening. Let uh, us wrap you always... let us wrap you in a big hug of gaming news. Let us do it. It'll be awesome. It's gonna be very it's gonna be a very thinly stretched hug because the amount of news that we have is so small. But I will start talking about games that I've played recently because last episode we had a guest and I tried to keep it kind of to a minimum about how many games I had played. <laughs> I played short amounts of a lot of games. Yeah. So I'm going to mention some of them. Um, let me see. I had played, I just started playing today, actually just like a few minutes ago. I started playing the Black Ops Cold War um campaign and i'm really liking the atmosphere i'm liking the animation uh it's very seamless um how it goes from being able to play and visual like uh what do you call it when there's like a cut scene it's very seamless and i really enjoyed it. it's really cool um kind of like uh, kind of like uh star wars uh, uh jedi fallen order because the cutscenes yeah, from like the gameplay, that. the transitions were just so smooth. It was, you almost couldn't you tell. You hardly saw it. Yeah. It yeah. was so sick. It's dude. amazing. I love games like it's that. It's like that. Yeah. It really makes you feel like you're, you know, wrapped inside the game, which it, is cool. it really does. Yeah. It needs to be that immersive, but continue. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I already hit a roadblock around, I don't know, 10 minutes in. You're supposed to create your character profile so you give them like two attributes um i guess that affect gameplay it's kind of weird playing a call of duty game and customizing a character because you feel like they don't really care about stuff like that so it's yeah. kind of weird but i like it uh you can also give yourself a name like there's a code name <laughs> in the game that is given to your character which is convenient because then all the voice actors just refer to you as the code name oh that's that way cool. they don't have to generate every name that you would enter in so you're supposed to put your own name or i guess some character name that you make up so i already ran to roblox because i was trying to name my character uh massive dong and it wouldn't accept the word dong so i tried schlong and then i misspelled schlong and it still said i couldn't use it I tried about like four different possible spellings to schlong and that freaking just call yourself massive freaking Peter. game kept saying it was inappropriate. <laughs> so so I ended up going with sausage. So my my 
<laughs> special agent is massive sausage in Black Ops because apparently sausage is okay, but yeah. So it calls um, you massive sausage. Well, it says that on the screen. No one verbally oh, reads it, okay. but when you like enter an area, it's like That'd massive, be awesome. and then your code name sauce. That would be awesome. I really hope that there's some point in the game where something generates a pronunciation because that'd be fun. That'd be so great. But uh, I haven't seen it yet. Anyway, I've still been playing. Um, what is it? I've still been playing Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. I'm still very surprised now, how fun that game is. Are you is. playing that on Xbox? Yeah. Okay. And I, <laughs> I, I haven't found it on Xbox. I just see Plants vs. Zombies 2. And it says it's. No, it's. It's in uh, Game Pass. It's under EA Play. It's an EA Play game. Oh, I'll have to look again. It's yeah. It's uh, it's really fun, and I am, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that, but it's it's a fun game. It's really well made. It's uh, very intelligent. It's uh, really funny at times. There's a lot of visual gags in it. I think it's just a great game with a lot of personality. And I I think it's a shame that it was like looked over because I swear I didn't hear a thing about this game when it came out. I think it came out around the time Jedi Fallen Order came out. And I think EA must have put all of their advertising into Fallen Order. And I think this game was just kind of forgotten about. Of course, it is targeted at a much younger audience than Jedi Fallen Order. But um, it's nevertheless a really well-made game that has multiplayer capabilities it has story capabilities um it has collect-a-thon stuff it has um kind of battle pass uh attractive stuff it's not a paid battle pass but there's like seasons where if you collect premium currency you can unlock things for a short period of time so it has that attribute that makes you want to keep coming back it's a really cool game and i really think that it needs more attention um Another game that I played that I played years ago and I just came back to it for a couple of days. I played We Happy Few and that game is still pretty cool. I still like that game. It's pretty fun. Um, Very well made. I know a lot of people say that the gameplay gets really repetitive down the line. To tell you the truth, I've played so little of it that I've never run into that issue. I like the dialogue. I like the world. I like the animation. Um... And it's not just a Bioshock ripoff. It's it's a pretty clever uh, little first-person adventure game. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I like its... If you're not aware of We Happy Few, it was a Kickstarter game that was very well-funded. It's probably the... I'm going to say confidently that it's probably one of the best-received Kickstarter games ever because most Kickstarter games are for either very small titles that don't plan to be an expensive game. You know, it's usually kickstarting like a $10 or $5 game. Yeah. That's like some sort of artistic side scroller or it's for a already known property. And it's just going to disappoint fans because it probably doesn't have the backing that the original titles have. <laughs> so this game being like a competitive triple a title kind of and being an original idea is very unique and i think it was very well received and it's been in game pass for a couple of years now so if you haven't played we happy few i do recommend you to go check it out um, it's kind of freaky yeah it, man it's definitely a good game yeah, it's, though 
it's got a fun tone. It reminds me of Bioshock in the sense that when you get into it, it's just like this could be like an amazing movie or something. Oh yeah, this this bipolar type tone of colorful but also like psychotic characters and personalities, and you don't you can't really like trust anything. Like everything feels like it's a lie, kind of kind of like Portal. It really you know? does. Yeah, it really does. Um, it's really freaky in that sense, but it sells it really well, and I I think it's a really nice tone. And to a sense, it sounds it feels like a spiritual successor to things like um, the old N sixty four Zelda games. In the sense that it has this kind of weird tone, but it's colorful enough that it doesn't look like Doom or something, you know? Yeah, but yeah. it it has this. It's eerie if you're actually playing it and understanding it. And that's what's cool. It's like an educated uncomfortableness. <laughs> like it's only uncomfortable if you actually play it and like start realizing that there's some weird shit in this game, you know? So I do highly recommend it. I've not played that much, but I, I think it's really cool, especially for being in Game Pass. Um, I talked about Shadow Warrior last week. Let me see what else I got. Um... Also played some of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Legacy of the Duelist. Uh, this was... It's not an expensive title. I think it's like a $30 title. I think I got it on sale for like 15 or something. Yeah. Um, around Christmas. And I just was attracted to the fact that you could actually play the real card game in the game. It's not like some sort of adventure game based on the uh, television show. It actually uses real cards from the game. So think like... Um, Pokemon has a TCG online and Magic the Gathering I know also has one on PC and there's also other card games that are only on video games, you know, like made up card games like Gwent and stuff. Um, But this is pretty cool because it's, it's not about making you purchase more packs. Things like Pokemon and uh, Magic the Gathering are free to play because they want you to buy more virtual cards to get addicted to building better decks. This is a paid game. So once you pay for it, you have access to everything in it. It is completely skill-based where the more progress you do, the more packs you can get to make better decks and stuff. So I do like the fact that the Yu-Gi-Oh game is taking the pay first, not it's free and then pay for premium services. I yeah. do like that because it's refreshing for a card game style game because to tell you the truth, I think it's the first one I've played that's like that. I think every other card game I've played in a video game format encourages the purchasing of card packs. <laughs> so oh, wow. I do think that's refreshing. What is also cool is you can play as all the different series of the anime that they had where you can go through the storylines of those shows and basically have the same matches that the shows did. So the campaign is like, it's already written. Like the outline's already there. They're just using the television show as an outline to create a story for you to actually rank up and do different games. So I think it's a really refreshing take on the genre. And I I know some people probably are not interested in it at all because if you have no interest in Yu-Gi-Oh!, you would have no interest in this game. But it's, it's pretty cool because I used to play the actual physical card game probably now 10 years ago. 
Uh -huh. But it's pretty cool because I still recognize some of these cards. Like it still is using cards that are still relevant in tournaments, you know, today. And you can play with cards that are existent in the anime, or you can play with cards that are like actually competitive today. So it's a pretty cool game. Um, I honestly, once again, I haven't played it too much, but I think it is probably. I think it's I think it's one of those games where you it would expect it to not please fans. Yeah. But this is one of those games where it actually kind of looks like it hits everything on the dot that they would have wanted. So it's really cool to see a game that was like it's something that people asked for and they actually pulled it off. They didn't just half ass it. That's right what on. I'm saying. So it's pretty cool in that sense. Um besides that, I don't think I played much else. Um. Yeah, none of these other games are worth talking about. <laughs> I did play some Titanfall too. Yeah, all these other games like are just. Crap. Yeah, I got, I played a little bit of Titanfall too, yeah. and I didn't really I didn't get into it, man. You know, I I, I understand that Titanfall it's got a huge too. following I just and don't everything. Play it too much. Yeah, I played. Cool I did game. play a little bit of uh, Star Wars Squadrons though, and um. I got to tell you, man, yeah. that it all takes place inside of a cockpit. You can customize your cockpit mm -hmm. with trinkets and all sorts of shit. But I really like the the uh, the ability uh, of flying in this game. Now, I 100% recommend that you use a controller um, if yeah. you're flying in the game. Um, it's really hard to, uh, to control the pitch and the yaw and all that shit with the mouse. It really is. So I recommend 100% you use a controller. But the cool things about the game is you can control things as far as how much power goes to your weapons, your shields, or to your engines. And uh, you can separate the three. You can do different things, you know, uh, to, uh, like, if you're trying to outrun somebody and you're taking gunfire from behind or laser fire, whatever you want to call it, you can put all your shields on your rear and haul ass. At the same time, you know, take away from your weapons because you're not shooting at anything. But then if you stop and get it, which I love, one of the things is you can stop fucking dead. I mean, full, complete stop in outer space. And the detail is just absolutely beautiful, <laughs> too. Um, I've been playing it on PC, and I got to say, man, I, I really love it. I really love it. Uh, I haven't played a ton of it yet. Um, I'm really looking to get into it. But yeah, yeah, that's something that I've been jumping on. And, uh, you know, I still, unfortunately... I'm addicted to Valheim. I've clocked in about 21 hours already, and uh, it's a pretty cool game. <laughs> but yeah, Star Wars Squadrons, I played a little tiny bit of it. and um, Just from what I played, it is a shit ton of fun, and I'm really looking forward to being able to uh, uh, hook up with some other players in that game. Sounds awesome. I still need to check that game out. I would recommend it, dude. I think you would love it, and I, I believe it's cross-play. If I'm not mistaken, um, but I'd be, I'd love to get on there with you, dude. It's a, it just, I mean, the flying that I was doing and the ability to control the ship and I'm like trying mm -hmm. to haul ass and I decided I'm going to take some fucking tight little, little maneuvers in and out between these, this blown up ship and go flying through the middle of the ship and try to go out of crack or something, <laughs> you know, and I'm telling you, it's, it's an awesome feeling when you're doing it. I can see a little bit of uh, nausea and vertigo happening to some people, some motion sickness, but it's <laughs> so it is, that's your thing. <laughs> it is so cool, man. And it's, it's really, it, it's not as difficult once you figure out how to lead the ships. 
uh, that you're mm-hmm. that you're firing at. It's really not that hard to do once you get your eye into it and everything. But yeah, I think you'd love it, man. I really do. And if it's crossplay, I'll jump on with you, dude. Anytime, it'd be a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun. Sweet. Uh, is there any other games that you play? That's it, man. That's it. That's it. Just hey, shit let's ton head of Overwatch. On to our... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, it's been zombies of Black Ops. Me and my wife have been addicted to that. Dude, I, you, the old Black Ops or the new one? The new one, Black Ops Zombies, the uh, Cold War. It's all oh, Cold fun. War Zombies? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about getting um, that. but It's worth it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's get on to the news. And we don't have much, but let's hit it. Okay, so my first two stories are practically the same stories, and they are my only stories. Um, Also, (laughs) these two stories may be completely outdated by the time this uh, episode posts, because I'm very surprised that they are true. Um, Currently, the Xbox internet browser is allowing you to use GeForce Now and Stadia, which is insane. These are both competitors to xCloud. (laughs) And currently, the Xbox is completely capable of using GeForce and Stadia. Stadia seems worthless on Xbox because if you already have an Xbox, uh, Game Pass is better than whatever Stadia offers. And Stadia is no longer going to have any exclusive titles because they closed down those studios. So Stadia on the Xbox browser seems kind of more like a, hey, if you happened to purchase games through Stadia and you want to play them on an Xbox browser with your free Stadia account, you can do that. (laughs) It's more of like a convenience for anyone that was burned by Stadia. Uh, than actually an advantage because uh, if you purchase games on Stadia and then cancel your premium subscription, you can still access the games that you've purchased through the free version of Stadia. Uh, You just won't get the monthly free games with Stadia. Um, That being said, it's kind of just a more cumbersome way of purchasing games through the Xbox store if you already have an Xbox. So this is only like a convenience for someone who may have invested way too much money into Stadia in the year and a half that it was, I guess, kind of relevant. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you did do that, Xbox is giving you an ability to actually play those games, especially, especially since remember that news story that we had a couple of months ago? If you purchased... If you purchase one of the new Chromecast Ultras, it was not capable of using Stadia. Yeah. And we thought that was the funniest thing because it means that they're designing new hardware without the ability to use Stadia, which means that they've already given up on the project. Pretty the much. second they were not tr- attempting to put Stadia 
on their new Chromecast Ultras. That was the day that I guess we should have realized that they were done caring. Um, so yeah, <laughs> if you had a Chromecast and you were like, I'm going to upgrade to the Ultra and you like either tr- gave away your old one or sold it or something and then suddenly you realize you can't use your Stadia account, well, now you can use your Xbox browser to play your Stadia games. <laughs> crazy so it's more of just a convenience for that it's kind of a joke um i don't think that is actually hurting xcloud because stadia is not at all a competitor to xcloud in the long run however geforce now is something that i could see microsoft seeing as a competitor but i hope they don't because geforce now has the capability of allowing you to play games that you own on your pc yes or steam and play them on your Xbox. And yep. that is awesome. If if they allow this to maintain on the Xbox browser, I think that's really cool. You won't have to use a Steam link or something like that. Um, I would actually like to see Xbox maybe allow the GeForce Now app to be installed. Because uh, that would be really cool. Because I don't think Wouldn't that PC be cool games if Microsoft are Microsoft con- and GeForce, can, you know, they, you know, if they came together. I mean, imagine the power in these games that they could create. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I mean, a partnership would be really cool, but yeah. now you're making me think, what if Microsoft could just buy GeForce? I don't know. I don't GeForce think they could, man. I don't think Microsoft could <laughs> afford GeForce right now just because That's of insane. the... GeForce is always on the cutting edge of graphics, dude. And that's just it. They're... GeForce are the ones who make the game studios and creators like Microsoft and Sony and all these other guys. These, well, basically those two because they they have their hand in pretty much every studio out there now. But GeForce is the one that says, "Hey, you guys, step your fucking game up and make a game that's worth our fucking video card." You know, right? That's that's what they're doing. So I don't think Microsoft could afford them now a partnership. I think that could be a very lucrative deal between for the both of them. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe Microsoft could afford GeForce, but I don't think they it would be smart. I think they would be like completely broke. Oh yeah. They'd be <laughs> dude, they they'd be betting on one big shot, otherwise they'd be done. Right, that's what I'm saying. So I don't think it would be a smart move, but I think they they probably do have enough money. It's just not like the most lucrative <laughs> Yeah, decision that they could make. There's just no way they but, would, uh, man. They, like you said, they they spend every penny on GeForce, and yes, it would probably succeed. But there is nobody yeah. who's going to gamble that many hundreds of millions right. of dollars on this. <laughs> you know, maybe if they didn't just make the Bethesda deal, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, this last week the Bethesda <laughs> deal did finally yes. complete, which. A lot of people are probably scratching their heads at that news. Once again, that's in the news because it's such a slow news week. But uh, yeah, the fact that the Bethesda deal is actually like in writing and is done. Like we knew about it and we knew it was going to happen. We've acted like it's already been in place, but only now is it actually finished, which means that Game Pass may be about to get severely bloated. And here comes Skyrim to <laughs> game pass <laughs> so uh if, if you've been holding out on buying skyrim which you know like the, all three of you um it will be on game pass i guarantee you within the month <laughs> like there's no announcement of it but 
you know it's coming to because because Skyrim is to Bethesda as Minecraft is to uh, Microsoft. You know, get what I'm saying? It's yeah. just it is their game that defines their studio. You know, so. Yeah, I would expect it really quick. And that is all yeah. I have in news. Um, I keep mentioning stories that I didn't bother writing down, but that is all that I have this week. What you got? Well, uh, basically, I was going to just talk about a couple of things really quick. Uh, Roblox. Um, everybody knows yeah. that uh, what this game is. It's, it's actually a pretty cool little game. Um, it's kind of neat what you can do in it and everything. Uh, it's like a real HD Minecraft, basically. <laughs> but it's neat how you can make these avatars and, you know, uh, interact with one another and all this other crap. And uh, well, anyway, <laughs> Roblox uh, decided to go public. Um, they decided to go ahead and go uh, public on trading. And um, they went Boy. in. Yeah. Um, they uh, basically, here's the thing. A lot of companies are thinking about doing this right now. And it's the reason why is because um, there was $56.9 billion that was spent on gaming last year in the United States. And that is a huge, that is uh, over a quarter up from what it was in the year before. And that's a huge, huge spike. And that's all thanks to COVID. That's all thanks to people being stuck in their homes. There was really nothing else to do except for stream movies and do all this other stuff. So gaming had a huge, huge boon on all of this. Um, PlayStation, they had a huge, you know, 62% profit. Um, Microsoft had a big money. All these companies were making money, right? So anyway, um, so Roblox went in at a reference price. This is a starting price of $45. Okay. That was set on Tuesday. All right. Um, after a first full day, which is today. Okay. Of trading 69.5, uh, $69 and 50 cents a share. So this thing rose up huge. Now, last year, um, this company was was uh, valued at $4 billion. Now, because of that, it's valued at $45 billion, dude. There were no shares that were traded. There were no shares that were issued. It's just the, the price of the stock went up based on interest in the shares. So it's just absolutely nuts. Um, the gaming industry is is hemorrhaging money all over itself. And it's it's a good thing for the gaming industry. You and I talked about this before in a couple of other shows where we said, look, all, we, all, we all know they're making all this money. So what's going to happen is they're taking – everybody became super, super critical about uh, uh, games that were – you know, shitty when they were released and all this other stuff. So what do we, we talked about these guys going back and they're, you know, so we said, okay, they're probably going to take a lot of this money and they're going to cover those mistakes. They're going to learn from those mistakes and they're going to, you know, put the game back a little bit if they need to, so that they can create these great games. So my feeling on it is that these companies are probably have been dumping a lot of this money into these games case. In fact, with Sony and Microsoft buying these, studios left and right so maybe now we understand yeah. where that you know uh a five <laughs> billion in profit revenue that microsoft got went to 
You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. And those are legit numbers, dude. They're, those are yeah. legit numbers. So, um, yeah, these guys um, are just uh, <sighs> making money hand over fist. And Roblox is, I think, one of the first games to go public, isn't it? I would imagine because you don't really hear about that. And the other thing about Roblox is it's just it's just insane because it's just it feels it's a like website a meme. is what it is. It's an online universe. And it's right. And it's like a hub. Yeah. The way that the game is presented as a game is really a joke because it's it's way closer to like games from about 15 years ago. It feels yeah. like like it's it almost it feels, feels like, like a, a HD from Lego time. game. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, but if you've ever tried loading this game, it is so bad at loading anything. It's, oh, really? It's not properly like <laughs> The problem is because it's so customizable, people will make an extravagant looking game um on a really bad engine. I don't think the Roblox engine can handle what it's allowing people to do. And uh, I don't know how people have fun playing it. <laughs> I mean, it's free. I think the bottom line is it's free and you can basically do whatever you want. And that's enough for kids that don't have money. Yeah. And I think that's why it is so popular. True. You know? True. Yeah. Because even when you compare it to Fortnite, Fortnite is free, but it's still at the end of the day is you drop out of a bus and you shoot people and you collect stuff and you try not to die. At the end of the day, that's basically it. But with Roblox, you can make a game that's about... They, there's a parody of every game. There's like well, a Black and you Ops can, You can parody. make money off of those games too because I know there's one developer yeah. who's 21 years old who made half a million dollars on the platform. Uh, yeah, it's, most of that since the pandemic began, dude. And she, because she it, made a new game within the game. It's like PlayStation's dreams. Oh, yeah. But um, it's like really, it's, it's, like, it's like, it's like druggy cousin or something. It's just, it's just not anything in comparison. It's like the same idea, but you can tell where the corners were cut and you can tell where, and, and not to hate on Roblox, I'm sure the creators of it are good people or yeah, yeah. cool people or something. But I think the ambition and dream, you know, no pun intended, of Roblox exceeds its capabilities. So maybe going public will help them, like, I don't yeah, know, yeah, revamp yeah. their game. But um, right now, every time I've ever played it, I'm just like, how do so many people handle this? It's just... It feels inferior. It feels like someone's spitting on me while I'm playing the game. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It feels like it didn't deserve me to install it. I feel like I was tricked. And the thing is, it's free. So you're like, okay, cool, free. And then you play it. It's like when you download a free app on your phone and it's nothing but ads. And you're like, well, what did I expect? It's the same thing. Like Roblox is free and you're just like, well, what did I expect? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah but uh it's yeah. very popular it's so popular i see kids all the time with R roblox hats running around i saw like probably three or four the other day and i'm just like shaking my head like that hat is better designed than the game <laughs> <sighs>
I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> no, dude, I totally get what you're saying, man. I agree with you. Like, have you have you booted it up and played it before? No, 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 I have not. I've I've watched a couple I, of streamers I, play it, but I've I never you know, watched you. them do their shit. Yeah. <laughs> I challenge you to boot it up and and just just experience the wonder of not having any idea what's going. <laughs> I might have to. I ch- I challenge you. Just 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 try it out. It's be just be confused. Because it is free, right? About what's even? It's free. <laughs> I'll have to try it. It is. Here's a testament to how bad I feel like the game is. There are achievements on Xbox tied to the game that require you to log in and play a game for 30 days straight. And that is just challenging it's challenging you to play the game consistently. Like if it was a good game that wouldn't be an issue. No, but it's it really hard to get streaks. <laughs> like I think me and Eric, I'm not sure if Eric even has it because at the end of the day you forget to log in even for the achievement because you're just like I'm not going to play the game like I'm literally logging in to try to get that achievement and it's the most painful achievement because you have to keep the game installed on your Xbox to have any hope of ever getting that so it I think that's a testament to how bad the game is is the fact that they have achievements tied to you sticking around yeah that's crazy. It's not dude. just one. I think there's, I think there's, oh, there's also one for playing with four friends where it starts to feel like a pyramid scheme where there's an achievement that forces you to make your friends play the game. You know, it's like play with four of your friends. You're lucky there's not an achievement that says, um, have four of your friends play with four other friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's really lucky that it doesn't start doing like a chain letter thing because it it has very, very weird achievements and it just, it comes off as like, did someone in America really put these achievements on or is this like some like Chinese web browser game or something? It's really weird. I I challenge you to uh, check it out. I might have to. I might have to check it out. It's hard to describe. How big of a download (laughs) is it? I don't know. Probably like twenty gigs. It's can't be. Oh that man, big. that'll take forever on my internet. I don't know. That Go ain't even worth out. the download then. <laughs> I don't know, but but I mean, your story is about it going public. Yeah, and it's making a lot of money. Said, I've never had interest in the game though. That's the whole thing. I which and that's what amazed me about because I I heard on the radio that they were going public, and then I. Uh, you know, when I read the story, I was like, man, this is just nuts because I I really don't hear a lot about the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've seen a couple of streamers play it and whatever, but I've never really gotten into it. <laughs> and I I just, yeah, I, I just, you know why it's amazing how this it, right? game that's, you know, nuts. Streamers play it because children are the number one viewers of streamers. And children like Roblox. That's true. And that's why there are so many like adults that well, the play children Roblox will hate me on streamers. Because I won't ever play. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. They're, they'll grow out of it, literally. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the real that's the real funny part. Is it feels like Napster in the sense that Roblox? I feel like it is popular because it breaks rules. Yeah, and it kind of. It walks this fine line of is this legal? Like, um, there is 
as I said, there's like Call of Duty parodies that are built in the game where it's like, say you are a 10 year old kid that, you know, you're not even allowed to play uh, Call of Duty games by the ESRB. But let's say that uh, your parents still won't even get it for you. Well, you can play a very shitty free version on Roblox. And it ends up feeling like some... That's why I said it feels like something from 15 years ago on a web browser. It's like this... It's kind of like Newgrounds or... It feels like this world that you just pulled out of time that is shitty free versions of things that people give a shit about. And it's so weird because... The only people that would even bat their eye at it are people with no income. And um, I don't know. It's really weird. So it's going public because of its popularity. Yeah. Its popularity is completely built on the fact that the rules in the game are so blurry. Like you can do anything. Like there's, I think there's games that start playing real copyrighted music in it. And there's no way that the original copyright holders are getting paid for that. And I think people join those games as like radio stations because, you know, once again, the kid can't pay for Spotify. And well, yeah. it's, it's just really weird. Um, Roblox, I feel like their popularity is completely built off of um, its, its very uh, unenforced <laughs> laws <laughs> within the game. And uh, then like, what are laws if people are just making them? It's just, it's really weird. I think Roblox going public could actually be bad for them because it may put them in the spotlight even more and pe- people might want to cut of that cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Going public may make record companies come after them and say that you can't allow people to upload audio files because they'll upload copyrighted material that you're not, uh, in, you're not uh, enforcing, you know? And then they'll be like, well, people are allowed to make their own sounds because they're making, you know, their own games within the game. And you'd be like, well, that's a loophole that if you can't if you can't police it, then you shouldn't allow it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And Roblox may overnight become a shitty game because of going public. That's true. It could backfire. Come after them. It could backfire. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like um, the fact that there's a thing on the homepage that says COD Black Ops. But their net you worth know? has gone from four billion to forty-five billion overnight. So I imagine they don't give a shit <laughs> about. Uh, oh my god! I imagine they don't give a shit about people coming after them at this point because they Jesus. can just go buy a new. Re- yeah, I'm dead serious because of That's because insane. of because of the uh, the um, the starting amount of forty-five dollars and then them going for sixty-nine point yeah. five per share, sixty-nine fifty a share. You know, this is before they've even started trading shares. Then mm-hmm. they've because of those numbers, they went from being a four billion dollar company last year to being worth forty five billion roughly right now. So that's a forty one billion so, jump in a year, dude. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I wish I would have thought about that. I mean, if I could have afforded, you know. $45 a share, I would have done that, but there's just no way I could afford $45 a share at a thousand shares. It's just not going to happen, obviously. But yeah, I mean, that's yeah, you just make a shit ton of money, but yeah. Yeah. Same thing happened. A little story I'll have to tell you about Yahoo, but I'm not going to mention that now because it's embarrassing. I should, I okay. kick myself every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
What else you got? I'm sorry, I just oh no, don't even Roblox. no, not at all, dude, not at all. Uh, another thing that's going on is everybody knows that uh, Resident <laughs> Evil Village is going to be coming out. It's just on the horizon. Uh, I believe that's going to be dropping mm-hmm. on May seventh, and uh, it's it looks like an absolutely sick game. Um, I've been watching <laughs> the second trailer again. Yeah, I don't play horror games, yeah. but yeah, it looks really, really <laughs> sick. Well, uh, Capcom Europe uh, issued a, a statement, a warning um, that uh, there are early access invitations to the Resident Evil Village um, that are being sent out via email. Um, the sender address is being displayed as no dash reply at in parentheses Capcom dot in parentheses com. And they're saying, do not open them. Do not download any files. Do not reply. Is it malware? Del- it, what it is, is it's probably phishing. More than likely, it's a phishing attempt. Um, and they're trying to get your information. Um, it's all, it's a bunch of fake invites. Diablo 2 Resurrected has been having the same problem. And what they're saying is just plain and simple. Do not open any kind of emails unless our website says that we're going to start sending emails. <laughs> just don't do it and you want yeah. to make sure that it is the proper email address i mean when you get emails back from these guys <laughs> after you've installed a game you know it's going to be that same email address that sends you that information to begin with you know for the new stuff they, so it, yeah i mean it's pretty come obvious out and say that looking at some of these come out and say that they'll never they'll never give away anything for free is what they come out and say so yeah, don't ever think basically <laughs> um but yeah so that was that but there is one last thing that i want to talk about now i have been playing valheim Uh i gushed about the game last week because it is an amazing game um there are some modders that just came out and created around uh 2500 to 3000 modded textures that create HD textures in the game. So it creates a completely new experience if you have the the, the uh, hardware to run it. Well, one of the cool <laughs> things that's happening in the game is this massive constructions that are taking place, uh, these buildings that mm-hmm. are taking place. I talked about the Eye of Sauron that was created from uh, the Lord of the Rings movies um, that the top of it literally touched the clouds in the game. Uh <laughs> And, you know, different things like that. Well, this guy, a player, uh, managed to recreate in really brilliant detail uh, Paris, France's Notre Dame Cathedral in Valheim. (laughs) Um, This build was so huge, (laughs) uh, it dropped his frames to 12 frames per second. Uh, that's how big this building is. I'm looking at a picture of it now, and it's absolutely beautiful. A screenshot. It's just amazing what this guy built. Um, I couldn't imagine, you know, what it must look like inside. It's just, it's just it really, really crazy. But people are. Um, is it <laughs> is it Notre Dame Cathedral today, or a couple of years ago when it burned? I think it's, I, I'm not really sure. I'm just looking at it and it looks like a big ass giant wooden cathedral. It's just beautiful though. Okay. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, another guy actually built the, a full size Millennium Falcon um, in the game, uh, which I thought was really, really cool. And uh, I mean, these people are just, 
they're they're building these massive things. I'm looking at four different pictures of the cathedral, uh, and it's got the 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 main archway in the front, the two archways off to the side with the two towers and then that long building in the back and the huge spire in the center. It's just really, really neat what these people are doing. And, you know, coming up with these creations, you, you have to do some grinding to have the ability to even build this high in the game. It's, it's really difficult. Uh, my building is, it, it could be considered uh, a two-story with an attic and I had to put so many braces in because I'm not at the level where I can have complete telephone pole size poles. I Mine come in sections. So I, it, it took so much work and so many bracings and all this other stuff, but I made it. It looks good. And, you know, I've got walls in that are helping to support everything now. Uh, you know, uh, expanded my bedroom for an extra wall. You know, load-bearing wall, that kind of thing. But it's really, you'll be extremely, if you haven't played it, you'll be extremely impressed with what you can build, what you can create. It's just, it's absolutely nuts. Um, I also have yeah. a watchtower uh, on to the left side of my building that you can walk up. that has got stairs that go in a spiral all the way up. And uh, you can sit up there and you can watch all the way around in 360-degree view and see what's going on. So when... Uh, Ethieki or whatever his name is decides to piss off all the animals to come attack your fort. I just watch them. I watch them try to attack my gates and they can't do nothing. They can't do anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this guy built the uh, Notre Dame Cathedral. Uh, his frame rates dropped to 12 frames per second. Uh, but he was on max settings, of <laughs> course. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what you can do. If you if you aren't going to play the game, uh, if you just want to see some of the things people have built, just type in in Google Valheim builds. And it, it I swear to God, I don't know how these guys are are doing it, but it must just take them forever and trial and error and all sorts of stuff. But some of these builds are absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But that's all I've got, man. That's all the news I've got. Like you said, it was a very slow week. And, uh, yeah, I really had to try to find something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, it's a short show, but I do have one, uh, food for thought. It's the, uh, part of the show where we talk about, um, things that concern gamers today. And, um, my food for thought that I wanted to bring up was, why is the legacy of Billy Mays uh, shit on so much? You ever think about that? <laughs> His legacy is shit on? I didn't think it Hear was me shit out. on. Hear me out. Once he died, I feel like everyone completely forgot about him. Um, all of his um, products that he would present got new people selling them. Which you feel like, okay, well, mm -hmm. they have to move on. They have to get someone else. But we are in a state of nostalgia. I feel like if some of the products that still exist today, that people still relate with Billy Mays, I feel like they could like put his likeness on the product and like make a donation to some sort of heart disease thing, you know, in his honor or something. And you could say something like a Billy Mays 
um, original presented product or something. Like they still make OxyClean today. It's still something that sells quite a bit. Yeah. You can find it in every store. But did he invent and it? He didn't invent it, but I still relate it with his image. And I'm sure there's man. a lot of people. He was a pitch man. Yeah. And who are we talking about? I feel about like there's again? a lot of people. <laughs> Billy Mays. <laughs> And I feel like a lot of people probably think the same way. And I'm just saying that with the way, man, fuck like, Mays, man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think that with the way that businesses today and brands treat nostalgia, I feel like it would be a win-win if they said that like one percent of their profits would go to heart disease uh, foundations or something. Um, that's if his estate let that happen right if his estate let it happen but like what else would his estate be doing you know giving it to themselves Um, i guess (laughs) giving it to his kids you know yeah it there's there's a lot of products that's a question that i should look into maybe i can look up those numbers later um how how many products did did he endorse well not that because that's a lot (laughs) but how many still exist because I know they still have like Kaboom and they still have Orange Clean. Sham and they wow. still have OxyClean. Still have that. ShamWow's the ShamWow guy. That's the guy that went to prison for beating that woman. Um, yeah, yeah. But speaking of beating women, um, in geek, my, man. <laughs> in my in my research for Billy Mays, um, I found out that <laughs> I found out that they were doing autopsy and. They found out that he had a bunch of cocaine in his system. And I'd never heard this before. Billy Mays? <laughs> yes. And then they did another autopsy and found out that the cocaine was an inconclusive amount and that it was still heart disease that was the cause of his death. I'm reading this article and I was dying before the show because of the phrasing of it. It's saying things like there was nothing... Um. There was nothing to suggest medically, social, or professional history of Billy Mays to suggest he was a heavy drug user. So this article talking about his autopsy is saying that, yeah, he had cocaine in his system, but he wasn't a heavy drug user. He just like, partied a little before wait, he died. What? He just partied like, wait, a little what? before he died. He, he went in the bathroom and did a bump before he was, uh, you know, this promoting official, that orange glow. <laughs> this official article from cnn is saying that (laughs) is saying that he died of heart disease and yeah there's a little bit of cocaine in the system but you know it wasn't a drug use you know what though if he had covid it would have been covid right it wouldn't have been the heart disease or the little bit of cocaine it would have been covid my fucking news man (laughs) they're saying that They're saying that the specimens of cocaine are not consistent with the cardiac conditions normally observed in persons chronically using cocaine, which then makes me think, so what was it, his first night using cocaine and he died and they're trying to blame it on heart disease? That's like further, that's further proof that he didn't die from heart disease. (laughs) So I think with this little amount of research I did for, you know, our listeners, I think I've decided that the reason his legacy got cut off is they didn't want this cocaine stuff coming back up. Could be. I think his estate must know that he died from a cocaine overdose. That's just crazy. That's crazy. So, yeah, I think it's a cover-up. I'm just going to say that because I feel like 
He doesn't it would have be an like estate. Easy he spent it all on whores and cocaine. <laughs> Cleaned up the mess with a little orange glow. He's good to go. Yeah, I'd be careful saying he doesn't have an estate. They're going to be coming after us now. Why? We're going to quickly find out that he has an estate. <laughs> we right. have a cease and desist. So remember, <laughs> remember, lawyers, half of nothing is still nothing. That's what I've got. <laughs> you have to I be able afraid. to pay for lawyers. <laughs> I ain't afraid. I can't even spell lawyer. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, that was just my random uh, piece of piece of thought that I thought would concern gamers today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, it was a short show, I know, but I think we had some good discussions on the evils of Roblox and. Yep. Wait till next week. What do what we wait till so next week's episode. subject? Edison. What a dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that like about 80% of this episode was the Olympics and Roblox going public. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And Billy Mays was a piece of shit. And the Edison was a dick. Don't forget that. <laughs> okay. Well, um, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll catch y'all next week with another episode of the newest news in gaming and wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I fucked that up. I'm sorry. For another episode of the Classified Cheat Codes podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. And remember, it's not the newest news in gaming. Unless it's new to us. <laughs> I said the newest news part like seven times. Customize your car.